I'm Gemma Fontane and this is SEO in 2023. Gemma, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023? My number one SEO tip is for small and medium-sized businesses. And what I recommend them is to really work on EIT, especially if they have are starting an international strategy. Okay, so why is EAT going to be particularly helpful for small and medium-sized businesses to actually start to move international? What's so important about EAT? Okay, so this is really important because EAT is when you show expertise authority and trustworthiness of a page and if you want to start selling internationally or if you want to sell in a new market it's not only YL topics that need to you know cover all the EAT subjects but also websites that want to sell internationally so you you know you can target your new audiences and you can manage to to explain your products to them. Okay so you've come up with a few bullet points that are good questions for SEOs working in these businesses to ask themselves about what the website's currently doing, what style of content, what quality of content they've already got. Starting off with, is your content primarily made for humans? Why is that important? And what do you analyse to determine whether or not you're doing a good job at that? Okay, so first of all, uh, when you are working EIT, either local or international, it's important that, that you remember that you're writing for your users, for human mix, and not only for being the, the first on the rankings. So in these cases, it's important, you know, to do a topic research to cover all your users' needs and to write content focused to them, not only, you know, uh, to do a keyword research and work on, on the keywords that, that, that you can find thanks to a lot of tools, but, you know, also work on content that, you know, that is going to be useful for them that is going to help them to resolve their needs, either related to the products, services, or, you know, to compare to other products, uh, to other websites, to other uh, stores. Okay, in other words, you're saying focus on intent. Exactly, yeah. Okay, great. And the second bullet that you've um, provided with me is, are you using extensive automation to produce content on many topics? So what do you mean by automation? Do you mean AI generated content? Yeah, exactly. If, especially in English websites, if you are, or, you know, Spanish, uh, any market, if you are uh, doing auto-generated content, maybe it's content that is not, as I said before, uh, focused primarily for humans, but only to rank on the search engines. So, so I really recommend to do a unique content and original that it's aimed to for your users and not only to have a lot of content on your page and a lot of pages without a lot of focus on on your products. So you're saying that you would never use uh, AI to generate content? I will never use AI to generate content um, if you want to build EAT in your, in your website. Uh, my recommendation is maybe if you have other objectives, it's a, it's a good source. But in case that you want to build expertise in your website, it's important that someone with a lot of knowledge on this topic is the one which has written this. Okay, and something else that uh, you've shared that uh, you need to be asking is, would you trust the information presented in this article? So how, so how do you define that? How do you establish if an article is likely to be trustworthy? Okay, so here are a lot of, of questions that you can ask yourself related to this question. Uh, first of all, is the you know the, the content written for, by an expert? You need to to validate if the author of this content is written by someone that really understands this topic. 
Also, it's really important to work on your videos and images uh, on your page, especially when you want to, to try to sell internationally around the world, because maybe users don't know uh, who you are, don't know your store, because maybe you don't have a physical store in their country. So it's important that the content uh, is really trustworthiness. You have a lot of content, images, a lot of links and references to explain in the, in the best way what you are offering. Can you derive, build trust from third-party websites. So if someone is obviously a trustworthy, frequent publisher of content in your particular industry on other places, on other blogs, on LinkedIn, can you get that person publishing content on your website and quickly build up authority on your website based upon the fact that Google know who they are? Yeah, uh, well, this is an option, although it depends a lot on, on the sector that you are. And maybe, you know, like there are a lot of factors to take into account. My recommendation is, is to create great content. So it's easy to be spread around. So people is going to share it easily. Uh, maybe you are not going to be the one that follow them and, and find the experts because maybe they are the ones that are going to come to you. If you really create a good content from the beginning and content that it's, you know, uh, worthy to, to, to be spread around. Got you, okay. And um, you also say, does the article provide original content or information, original reporting, original research, original analysis? So it's not just enough then to be publishing original articles, you actually have to be conducting the original research yourself as well. Yeah, exactly. For example, if you found uh, your information uh, through a book, through an article, uh, through another page, it's really important to, to link these sources to, because usually it's difficult, you know, to be the only one that knows all about this. So it's really important to, to reference the others because you are not the first one and it's important to, to share where do you have the information from so people know that you are not just making it up but you, your opinion is strong because you have a lot of knowledge about this topic. So if you are a small or medium-sized business, if you represent a small or medium-sized business and you don't have significant amounts of authority on your website already, but you've conducted some great research, is it better to publish that original research on another website that may have more trust and authority in your industry? Or is it better to publish that original research on your own website? My recommendation is uh, that if it's possible to publish it in your own website, so maybe other people are going to reference it, but you need to be the one uh, in control of, of your content and your research. So um, I would strongly recommend to publish your own, you know, research, your own data on your website and then manage for other people to, to share it, to spread it around. But you need to be the expert on that, on that topic. So, yes. Okay, so there are many different ways to build trust as well. Um, if you are an e-commerce site, for example, then you want to be doing things like collecting someone's credit card information. Um, how do you make your site uh, perceived as more trustworthy for doing things like giving your credit card and a customer giving their credit card information to you yeah okay so oh, when you are starting an international strategy especially now that there are a lot of competitions either marketplaces or big websites it's important that people trust you that they trust that you are not a small website that is going to maybe sell a product to them, but they believe in you that is someone behind this page. So my strong recommendation is to 
do a good research on the markets that you want to start expanding to check uh, all their payment methods, either it's credit card, PayPal, whatever. It's important that people are used to the payment method that you are using. It's important that they trust there is someone behind the website. So I strongly recommend to create a really good and a specific about us page with information about the store, about uh, the team, about the products, about everything. So they know that it's someone behind that page. And also a frequently asked questions page with all the answers, not only about the products, uh, but also about uh, international delivery, because maybe it's it's a way that you are going to sell your product. So it's important that they know that someone is behind the page. And it's important that it's easy for them to, to trust you. So, you know, either payment methods, a lot of, you know, reviews, uh, tools that will help you tra- build confidence to them. It's really important to, to have this. And something else that you can do to build that trust is to have more positive reviews about your products or your service online as well. Are you a fan of encouraging customers to actually write reviews on your behalf or do you think that this should be a fairly organic thing? I believe that it should be an organic thing. Uh, however, there are uh, small actions that you can do to have some. Either it's, I don't know, when, when you are selling the product, uh, when you are sending it to them, you can include a small message uh, explaining how the product works and, you know, telling them that they can come in or they can, you know, ask questions about its use or whatever. It's like not directly asking for a review, but uh, encouraging them to comment about the product. Got you. Okay. And just finally, in relation to the the, the content uh, itself, what are your thoughts on the importance of video and images? Is it important nowadays uh, for every single piece of research type content to also have it available in video form and to have images to accompany this? Or does it just depend on the particular piece of content um, and the intent that you're trying to serve? I would 100% recommend to use images and videos to complement all your content and all your information. Images, especially to show how your product is, and especially if you are uh, selling internationally to other countries and maybe people don't know how the product is, it's important that they can imagine it uh, completely. Also because it will help to, you know, uh, to have higher rankings and higher visibility on search engines. And also videos because it's a good way to, to show users how... For example, your product works or how they can use the product or to compare it through, uh, with other um, examples. So yes, I would strongly recommend to have videos and images with a good co- quality uh, in your website. So just finally, in relation to EAT, it all sounds very sensible and important to implement um, improved expertise, authoritativeness and trust. But it's also probably quite tricky to measure how well you, you're doing. What are your thoughts on how you go about benchmarking how you're performing uh, for EAT? Yeah, it depends a little bit on the strategies that you are doing, but I especially will focus to measure if you are achieving your goals with uh, the number of referrals that, that you are having, if it's increasing or not, and especially if it's uh, around the subjects that you are covering. The contact that you get from journalists or other content creators online to know 
to discover, to analyze that if you are becoming an expert or not, is the, you know, the contacts that you are getting new uh, every day. So it's a good source, a good way to, to measure this. The review from your target countries, uh, you know, reviews and comments uh, of your new and target countries. Increased number of people well, contacting you through the website, either it's uh, through a chat, through a WhatsApp, through the contact page. The increase in sales of, in a specific country. And last but not least, um, if your rankings are improving or not, especially in these pages or in these categories that you are focusing your, your goals, your, your efforts. So you've shared what SEOs should be doing in 2023. So now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? Something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? I think the worst thing that you can do is create low-quality content. Content, it's not only a piece of text trying to rank on the first position of Google. It's a way to turn, to communicate your brand. It's a way to explain uh, who you are through your audience. It's a way to explain your products. It's a way to persuade and convince um, your, your audience. So in my recommendations, uh, content, it's almost everything. So I really, really recommend not creating low quality content next year and really focusing your efforts on maybe less but better content so it's going to help you to, to build your brand and, and increase your results. Content is almost everything in 2023 folks. Gemma Fontani is founder at denadl.cat and teodenadl.online. Gemma thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. Thank you, it was a pleasure. Get your copy of SEO in 2023 the book over at seoin2023.com.